Hello everyone, and welcome. Today's topic, why I wholeheartedly believe video game remakes will just not be as good as their original counterparts, with a few exceptions. Welcome, this is Unbiased Game Reviews. One take, no edits, no script whatsoever. And if I make a mistake, go ahead and riff me in the comments. I'm gonna of course make a few. So, today I want to talk about this because, well, I, I've been doing something pretty interesting. I've been playing through Knights of the Old Republic on the Nintendo Switch. Now, to set my definitions for you so you all know exactly what I mean by a remake, is I'm talking a game that has basically rebuilt itself from the ground up, keeping the general story beats of what the original was. Games in this sort of sense would be, and the two I'm going to be mostly talking about for both for and against, are the Final Fantasy VII Remake as well as Shadow of the Colossus. Kind of an example of where a bad remake is and where a good remake is. Now before you start saying, Oh, I loved Final Fantasy VII's remake. It was so good. I'm not saying that the game itself was bad. I'm saying the execution wasn't exactly the best. Alright. So, Final Fantasy VII, the remake, was excellent. It was beautiful. You gotta see a game... Back when it was just polygons and all that fun shit, turned into a full-fledged, beautiful work of art. The thing is, if you've played the remake, and then also played the original, the remake has what is essentially just the first disc of the original game. And right now, we're sadly sitting in limbo waiting for the next part. Now, of course... You know that they re-released the Final Fantasy VII Remake for the PlayStation 5 and gave us 10 more hours or so of content that does and doesn't really affect the story. And that's where I think the execution was bad. Did they do the game well? Of course. It's a good game. And I feel like if that's the first Final Fantasy VII you've played, you would think it's just absolutely amazing. However, if you play the original, you'll know that there's so much more to the game than what you have gotten in this remake. So much more that you get for the same price, or at least what would be equivalent, counting the change of prices and all that fun, happy bullshit. The thing is, now we're sitting in a limbo where we don't know when the next game is going to come, we don't know if it's even going to be a new game, or it's going to be a, oh look, part 2 DLC, only $49.99. And the next big part I can label as bad with this remake, put some fancy air quotes in there, is that we're, they have definitely tied up story threads and are building a greater narrative. They've put so much more new things into the experience that it has become its own game through the guise of Final Fantasy VII. 
It has the same cast of characters. It has the same ideas, abilities, and same kind of general flow. But that doesn't make it good inherently. And that's sadly how a lot of remakes are treated. They're a hearken to nostalgia to make the people who have played the original ones shill out the money because they remember. Oh, I played Final Fantasy VII back on the PlayStation 1, where after so long you had to throw a new disc in because there was so much content. And the next part about that is Final Fantasy VII did groundbreaking things. Full rendered cutscenes, voice acting, things like that, that was almost unheard of. That's why it took four fucking discs to play the game. It's because there was so much packed in. But in reality, if you look at it, now gamers are spoiled. Pre-rent not a game not having pre-rendered cutscenes? How dare? Or even saying, why doesn't my character look exactly like I made it? Why does it look different? Why is he not wearing what I threw on him? With procedurally, gener- procedurally generated cutscenes. Real time. And this leads us to a case where the vast majority of people can definitely look and say, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is good. But it also leads people who are fans of the original to say, but where's this? Where is this? Where is this random bit that I really enjoyed in the original game? Why is this part way off in the corner different? And for the rest of us, who are kind of sitting in between, who've played the original, really enjoyed both the original and remake, now we're sitting here in a kind of limbo, just where's what's coming next? When are we going to get the rest of it? Now to say, one of my favorite games got a really good remake. And that was Shadow of the Colossus. If you know, the re-release of Shadow of Colossus can be considered by my definition a remake because they added new content, it was on a completely different source engine, and in general played a hell of a lot better. But it was still such a harken back and a true-to-form love letter to the original that the nostalgia wasn't misplaced. I loaded... You can load... The original PS2 and then the PS4 remake of Shadow Classes side by side, play them side by side, and aside from the bit of collectibles, the slightly more expanded ending, if you've gotten said collectibles, and the more accessible garden, secret garden, look it up, it's a whole rabbit hole for that one. It is so true to form. It's more of a remaster, but it's still technically a remake. Now, as I stated earlier, KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, is a game I've been playing. That was released back in 2003. In a couple years, if that game was a person, it'd be legally allowed to purchase alcohol and cigarettes in the United States and can pretty much drink legally worldwide aside from that. And just recently, well, not recently, it's been a few months in the making now, we've gotten talks and plans 
and things moving for a full true-to-form remake. Bioware, pretty sure EA is going to have a hand in it somewhat. All these people are coming through and saying, this is what's happening. But the sad thing, the sad truth in reality, is that I don't think Kotar needed a remake, but more of something true to form, more something like the Shadow of Colossus re-release. With a few tweaks to the system, maybe a couple hidden extra things to give the players more, to give the fans more than what they already got. Because at this point, what information we know is that sadly, the game's going to be written pretty, pretty heavily by a group that is, to put it affectionately, woke. I don't like using that word. I think it's horribly stupid. But it is the best word to use in this scenario. Those who believe the original game was misogynistic, was classist, was whatever ist, or has whatever isms baked into it that they think to fit their narrative and their judgment. Or even just a whole hell of a lot of people who didn't get into the game, didn't like the game, or, as most of the writing crew, didn't even play the game. Now, this is not to say that there's no experience on the team, because a lot of the original Bioware employees who would have worked on Kotar are being brought back on for this project. But, and here's the big but, we don't know where they're going to stand in creative freedom. And, as we've been told, this is going to be more of a fusion between Kotar 1 and Kotar 2, which could theoretically be a great game. Give us both the bits from both games that we enjoy. But there's the thing. There's conflicting elements in both games as far as how gameplay should go. There's conflicting opinions from fans as far as how things should go. And then there's conflicting economical decisions to be made. As a quick scenario, you know you have a basis of fans who would enjoy the game that you're making. But then you also know there'd be a basis of fans who'd be interested in trying it if you drastically changed the systems. This is a dilemma KOTAR 2 is kind of in with the players right now. Most, most people are asking, are we going to get a combat system that's closer to the original KOTAR? Or are we going to get a combat system that's closer to Jedi Fallen Order? And I can understand, both old and new fans are probably looking, and both sides of that fence will be further divided by people saying, oh, I'd like the original system, or I'd like a newer system. Both returning people who have played the first two, or newly introduced people who are coming into the game for the first time on this remake, would probably say... There's probably a more than likely 50-50 split on who's on what side of that argument for both sides of old and new players. However, the reason I definitely think that the KOTAR remake is not going to live up to any form of the original is because the original did what it did well. So well, that I think trying to do anything but a prettier carbon copy 
is not going to be what anyone wants. I think the best case scenario for a remake would be more, let's make the game a carbon copy and then bring back cut content. Things that were supposed to be in the original but couldn't make it because of time constraints, resources. Give us a fresh coat of paint and add a couple rooms to the house. Don't build a brand new house because the family that's living it, the fans, the whole cult following doesn't want to move to a new neighborhood. They just want to have a nicer house to finish off that analogy. And because of that, and because of everything else that kind of always surrounds remakes, I don't think it's going to be good. The hype for remakes is always blown so far out the water that when the real product comes through, no one's quite impressed. And the real thing that I think is going to kill this is it's the same cast of characters, hopefully. It's the same worlds, hopefully. And it's the same story, hopefully. The word right there, hope. There's another word that can really fit in with all this, and that's nostalgia. We are nostalgic to come back to a story that we have known before. It's the same reason that you can pick up an original Xbox or a PlayStation 2 and a game you played when you were a kid, and even though the graphics are ass, the gameplay is jittery, movement sucks, combat is horrible. If you liked it when you were a kid, you're going to like it today. It doesn't matter how many different games you've played now, but that original game, the, fir- the games you played that either first broke you into gaming, or the games you played saying, I loved this as a kid, will always be one of your favorites. Because it plays off of nostalgia, and that's the sad truth of remakes, is they play off nostalgia too. If you see two things, two different games, but you know one of them plays how you like, and the other one plays maybe like how you like games, you're going to go with the one that's familiar. Well, now imagine they both look exactly the same. One plays how you like, one doesn't play how you like, but they're the same, you know, color, the same everything. You won't know which one to pick. You may even know which one it is and just simply give the newer one a shot because it is labeled the same as the other one. And that's the industry trick that is sad. That makes remakes fail most of the time. It's because they'll get a huge initial audience from everyone who's played the game before. The original one. But then the remake won't live up to anything. There's been hundreds of game remakes that no one's even heard of. Because it just didn't do well. Imagine if someone tried to remake a Star Ocean game nowadays. I don't think anyone would ever play it if it was different than what it was originally. Because Star Ocean in and of itself went through so many internal genre changes that each game felt like its own remake. But with a completely different story and so it worked. But trying to say, you know... Let's say Star Ocean Till Time's End was remade as a first-person shooter. You'd never play that game. 
If you want to play a different flavor of Star Ocean, you just pick up a different Star Ocean game and you fall in love with that cast of characters, with that narrative that they're saying. Sure, it's overarching, the narrative, and it's always kind of in the same vein of, oh look, you know, more modern person trapped in a world of older technology like swords and magics and bows. But that overarching setting is what helps push each of their own individual narratives. Now imagine, instead of building a gameplay, instead of building gameplay and narrative simultaneously, you're now trying to build gameplay around narrative, because it's already built. That's just going to lead to a disjointedness in how a game handles versus how a game is portrayed for its story. And with that creates this weird kind of uneasing feeling. I like to call it the uncanny valley of video games. Where you know the story is meant to be one thing, but the gameplay is portraying another. And that is a very sad thing every time we see it. Because we can have great story, we can have great gameplay, but if you don't have at least a great story and good gameplay, or good story and great gameplay, Gale's games fall into the infinite chasm void that is mediocrity. And that's where most remakes sit. They try to play off of nostalgia, while introducing so many new things it doesn't even feel like the same game, or and become this mediocre attempt at a cash grab, or you get the once in a blue moon remake that is such a harken and love letter to the original that it feels almost like the same game with a few tweaks to make it just better. So, that's my ideas. Those are my feelings. Remakes in general, for the most point, for the most part, will never live up to the original game, and will probably just suck. And that's because those people coming into the game being sold on the idea of, oh, it's this but now new, are just going to see it through the rose-colored glasses for a, lo- for a moment when they're buying it, and then immediately realize that it's not the game that they wanted. And those coming into the game for the first time will think it's good. And we'll probably think the original is trash. That's why this is opinion and not fact. But the audience that these games are trying to pull are always the ones that are looking through it with rose-colored glasses. And with that will be the predominant audience for at least the first start. I feel like remakes would do a lot better if they, on the label, just said, this is a different game with the same with the same cast with the same general story with tweaks don't try to sell it to the older audiences sell it to the newer ones saying hey this was an old game but it did really well for them for this generation let's make it for the next one and say hey it's this but different but i feel like until that happens all remakes fall for the most part into mediocrity Thank you for listening. This has been Chilled Out Game Reviews. This has all been done in one take. No script. No editing. Go ahead and make fun of me. I made several mistakes. Have a good day to all of you listening.